Welcome to 3 Z Football. This is Diane, and I have the absolute pleasure of having three of the Afghan women's national players here who are now playing with Melbourne Victory under Afghan women's team. I have to admit, unabashedly, I am absolutely a fangirl. Now, we've done this on 3 Z Football out at the MPLW Games, but here's just a little bit of information to ground everybody for this interview today. These women were forced to leave Afghanistan. There were 75 people evacuated, players and families, from Kabul to Australia back in September of 2021. Now, the Afghan women's soccer team was created in 2007 in a country where women playing sport was seen as political defiance. It's a humbling moment for any female athlete like myself to think about my gripes and concerns about pitch time, playing time, when you look at the dedication of the three women that I have the pleasure of sitting here with today. Fast forward to May of 2022, more than 11,000 kilometres from Kabul, nine months after seeking asylum in Australia, the Afghan national women's team returned to their beloved game, the world game football, playing in the Victorian State Division West 4 under the name of Melbourne Victory Afghan Women's Team. Now we come forward to today and I'm very blessed to have in the studio with me Marcel, Saduba and Razia. Welcome ladies. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here today. Now I cannot comprehend fully what you've been through to be evacuated, to seek asylum and to be in the Afghan Women's Team here in Melbourne. I understand that it can be very challenging for you to step out on that pitch. You sometimes receive messages of family being in danger at home and then you step out onto the pitch to play for your team. What is that like? So actually, I would like to say hi to all the audience. And soccer is like my love. And this is a thing that saved my life and I survived through soccer. And I'm an ambassador on that pitch, an ambassador for all those women and girls who are back in home country and they can't talk. They cannot defend themselves. They cannot go to school. They cannot be educated. They cannot work. And they lost their family members, their brothers, their fathers. It's horrible to think about it. So anytime that I'm stepping in the pitch, even though I have lots of problems in my personal life, like I'm away from my parents, my, from my family, and they have lots of problems back in the countries that they are refugees in, that as they couldn't live in Afghanistan due to the danger that they were faced to, but they had to flee Afghanistan to the neighborhood countries. But I'm here with all those problems. I'm stepping in the green pitch and putting everything away except soccer and I'm trying to be the ambassador for those girls where defending a ball or kicking it and anytime I have an opportunity I would like to reflect and be the mirror who reflects what's the refugee situation and especially women. That is so humbling. I'm almost brought to tears. I'm very, very humbled by that beautiful answer there. Um, if I was to ask all of you, what is the biggest thing football gives you? I'll give it to Sudaba. <laughs> I, I didn't like soccer when I was a little, but I, after that I really liked soccer because my sister was played in a club and after that I started playing soccer. It's become a passion for me to become a professional soccer player. 
and happiness. Thank you. That's wonderful, Sadaba. And Razia, what would you say to what does soccer give you? Yeah, when like when I'm playing soccer, like it, it gives me peace, and uh, when I'm like with my teammates, I'm happy. Like when I play with them, I feel like they are my second family. And yeah, I love soccer. Wonderful. And uh, who scored the most goals in the room? Razia. <laughs> <laughs> From the midfield or striking? Uh, I'm a winger. Like oh, talented winger. Sneaks <laughs> up the side and in goes the goal. Nice, nice. So I understand, and this might be very confronting for people to hear, but back in Afghanistan, there were times that you had to completely cover your face for fear of retribution, uh, being politically dissonant and protecting your families. That is mind-blowing to know that still you put together your national team in 2007 and you have persevered because here we are in 2023 and the core of your team is still together. What is it like to have to live with such persecution just to play a sport that you love for your faith and for your background? It's actually amazing because, uh, as you mentioned, we have our team and it have been two years that we are together and the key of this being together and this unation is that we always have been like a family and like whenever we went for a national trip we we treat each other like sisters and still we do that we support each other even if it's emotionally or financially we are always there and we know that we have a shoulder to cry on. And also we have the great community leaders like Sheikh Allah who is supporting us and like uh, Melbourne Victory that took responsibility and adopted our team, like the whole team, and now we are playing as Afghan women's Melbourne Victory. So it's amazing to think of having at least your friends on your side and playing for your culture and for your background. And whenever we go, we are agents of Afghanistan and we represent that culture and that background and I'm really proud of it. Now Razia over to you for a second Manchester United were out here for a boot camp recently were you at the camp and what did you get from working with an English team? Yeah that was a great like that was a great experience for me like uh, when I was uh, young, uh, I love to like I love Barcelona and Manchester United. My dream was like to see the their coaches and their staff, and yeah, that was a good experience for me. When Manchester United coaches came and they really treated us like not like that we are just like a basic level or stuff. They treat at like professional level, and they had like a training session with us as well we trained together and we got much more knowledge of football from them like whenever you have another teacher a new like a soccer coach is like a teacher they're teaching you how to deal with everything in the soccer page and they transferred their knowledge of football to us and I'm really grateful to have the opportunity to be with them and to spend time and to have the Manchester United t-shirt. <laughs> that was a really cool experience, honestly. 
It, it honestly looked like from all the social pictures that were put up across Melbourne Victory and some of the other platforms that they didn't take it easy on you. They put you through what, look, what looked like their level of EPL women's training session, which was absolutely amazing to see. And congratulations to you all for surviving an EPL W training session. Thank you. Now, just so that we can round out this lovely interview today, I'd love to know from each of you what message you would like people to know about the Afghan women's team? So, as always, I'll start first. <laughs> Actually, I would love to share my message not only to Australian community, but to all over the world that never underestimate the power of a woman because a woman is much powerful than you think. A woman can be a mother, a sister, a wife, and they are the ones who are controlling your life. If you're going home and your woman is not happy, you're not going to be happy. So support them as much as you can emotionally. A woman just needs attention. And all the girls all around the world, they need attention, especially those who are currently in the refugee camps. And there might be talented speakers, talented soccer players that we never know because they haven't had the opportunity to go and show their talent. But I would love to ask every an individual to please explore those people's life before deciding about their life because they're refugees or asylums and they seek asylum to other countries because their life is in danger back home otherwise no one loves to leave their home yeah thank, thank you. you thank you marcel that's beautiful sadaba oh my message is that women can do anything like the men because everyone thinks that women is weak, but they're not. They can do much better than men. And that's my message to everyone, to respect them and believe them. Beautiful. Razia. Yeah, and my message is for those girls who cannot play soccer and who cannot study. My message is for them uh, is to never give up on your dreams and there's always a light after darkness. You should keep going. Fair inspirational ladies, thank you, Marcel, Sadaba and Razia for making time with me today. And if you don't know when the next game is for the victory, Melbourne Victory Afghan women's team, shame on you. They're playing on the 9th of July at 3pm at their home ground. Let's fill the stadium. Let's give these ladies some support. Let's keep fostering and growing the inspiration that we feel for you all. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Dee. Thank you so much. Thank you.